Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. We are catching up with the one, the only, Boondocks the Scarecrow on the underground. It is Ned, joined by the infamous Dirty, a.k.a. Boondocks. What's happening, man? I'm not very much, just hanging out at home, watching YouTube videos. What are you watching on YouTube at the moment, man? Have you seen anything worth recommending to anybody? I watch the weirdest stuff, like... I like to watch uh, people make shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, shoe cobblers. I like watching shoe cobblers, like making repair shoes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I like watching people review Nerf guns. Like I've never owned a Nerf gun in my life, but for some reason I've got this fascination with watching like people review Nerf guns. It's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> or something, man. This is going to blow your mind now that you brought that up about the Nerf guns. There is a guy in the town that I live in who makes a living of buying and selling Nerf guns on eBay. That's his claim to fame. And wow, I've never, I've always thought it was a bit of a joke. And now you've brought it up. So you're into that kind of thing. So is that cool? I, like I'm into it, like watching it. Like, I don't know if I would ever like go buy a Nerf gun and run around and like play Nerf Wars or anything like that. But like, it's, it's just interesting, like all the like, all the modding that they do on them. Wow, so there's like sort of souped up Nerf guns that- Oh you know, yeah, like worker mods and stuff like that. Just, I mean, I don't know that much about them. But like, yeah, they just soup them up and like things are shooting like 200 feet per second and like automatic. <laughs> it's like crazy. I love that right there, man. So if you're looking for something to do, shoe cobbling and Nerf guns is what it's all about in the world of Turncoat Dirty, yeah? I love it. I should have been a shoe cobbler. <laughs> well, there's still time, man. That is the best thing but we're glad you're not because you are one of the best in the game when it comes to the underground rap scene i was lucky enough to catch up with you recently man call you at fright fest how was that one for you it was good like i had a lot of fun the show was good unfortunately there was an incident in the crowd where uh a girl, she like uh, passed out or something and had to stop the show for a minute because it looked pretty bad there for a second. But uh, after a few minutes, she got up. They were, you know, she recovered. She was able to get up and, uh, you know, continue about her night. But yeah, it was pretty scary there for a minute. Definitely was, man. Like I was there for it. We went over and I'm like, if it's going to happen in any person's crowd, it's going to be yours, Dirty, for some reason. I'm like, well, what were you feeling at that point in time? Like I've been going to shows for 20 plus years and I have not seen anyone stop a show for a situation like that. Was that a first for you as well? It was a first for me. I didn't, at first I didn't know what was going on because like you're up there and like you can kind of see stuff, but not really. And you're, you know, I'm up there trying to figure out what's going on because I noticed, you know, people are looking back and not looking up on the stage. They're like, what's going on? Was it like a, a brawl? Is there a brawl in the crowd or what's going on? And then uh, somebody started pointing at me and talking. And I, of course, I can't hear what they're saying and I can't read lips worth a damn. But uh, <laughs> eventually I saw the girl like that she was, you know, unconscious and just 
stopped it, you know, to make sure everything was good. Because, I mean, I didn't know, like, what kind of... I just saw she was unconscious. And, I mean, like, that was scary, so... Yeah, man. And it was a class act by you, man, because there's it's been a lot of stuff in the news and, and situations like that with the whole Travis Scott thing and that sort of thing. But you were there. You stopped the show. The Juggalos and whatnot got behind it. And luckily for everyone involved, the, the show went on and she was okay. Yeah, that was the most important thing, that she was okay. And she got up and, then, you know, she recovered and they stood her up and I don't know what happened after. But, I mean, hopefully she's okay. She looked okay. I think all was good in that situation there, man. But it was fantastic to see you. You're back out and about live. I haven't seen you live in years since our tour back in the day, man, 2015 in Australia. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that when you were out here. What were some of your fondest memories, man? One of the things I want to talk about here is is the Ghost Tour. The facts or fiction thing, we were talking about it a little bit off air. There's a guy called Ghost Tour Lachlan. I'd like to look into this a little bit further to see if it was real or not. But the basic gist, do you remember what actually happened? There was like so many different things because he took us on like you no know, stopping at different stuff but I remember something about a penis being removed that was the main thing like that was weird like the dude he said something about the guy chopped off his wiener <laughs> and uh, threw, threw it out the window or something I don't know it's like I can't remember exactly what he said but that, I thought that was pretty weird I don't remember if, like if the ghost actually did that or if he did that like when he was alive and now the ghost throws wieners out the window or I don't know I don't remember it was one of the most bizarre things that I've ever been involved in. I haven't been on too many of those ghost tours and Anna and I who was out here doing the tour and Fitzy were like, oh, let's impress Boondocks and Blaze and your manager, George. Let's do something fun. We'll take them on a ghost tour. We'd never been on this and the next minute they're talking about, yeah, chopping wieners off and throwing them at each other in the old times and whatnot. But man, I want to get together with you down the track sometime and I'm going to look into that situation and I want to tell the actual ghost tour Lachlan story and how it was meant to go down. Yeah, so I I definitely need to go back and study actually what went on because like I don't remember like I paid attention to the tour but I was having more fun with our conversations after he was telling us what went on like I had more fun doing that and I mean I was paying attention but then like you know we started talking after about you know what had happened and we like had our own little conversations and discussions and I was having more fun with that (laughs) (laughs) just honestly one of the most bizarre things that we've ever been involved in Dirty and and that was kind of your welcome to Australia I guess like that's how our ghost rolls down here they chop each other's penises off and throw them at each other's out the window hey do what you gotta do I mean it is what it is yeah yeah, dirty man. Let's switch things up, man. We'll get on to ghost tours and that on another conversation. But I want to talk to you about your brand new EP. Well, it's relatively new. It's been out for a minute now. So much blood. Tell us about getting into the frame of mind that you were in to record what is right up there with your best material today. I wanted to do like a darker album because, I mean, I've done darker songs like on other records. I'd have, you know, a handful of darker songs. I originally was going to do like a whole like full length record. We decided on doing an EP, but I wanted to do like a, a whole record that was full of uh, darker songs, like more, I don't know what you would say, scary or darker yeah. or, you know, whatever. As far as frame of mind, I don't really remember what frame of mind I was in. I mean, I'm kind of always in the same frame of mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't, my, frame of mind, my frame of mind doesn't really change that much. Like, I can turn it on and turn it off, you know, like, it, you know, it's just a thing, like, to be, like, I don't have to be sad to write a sad song, or I don't have to be pissed off to write a pissed off song. I can, you know, hear a beat, and usually the beat 
kind of tells me what to write about. It's one of those things, like I'm not one of these people that sit there, I wish I was. I wish I was a person that could, you know, sit there and write every day, you know, that don't need a, I don't need a beat to write to or whatever, but like, I'm just one of those people where like, if I hear a beat, I write to it, like the beat talks to me. So, and yeah, I can like turn it on, like turn it on and turn it off as far as whatever the content is, like if it's a darker song or a sadder song or, you know, whatever. That's very interesting right there, man, because like here I am and I'm sure a lot of people are picturing you there watching endless horror movies and delving deep into the dark side of things but really i'm watching shoe problem videos <laughs> <laughs> he's just written the best music of his life what is the inspiration behind it i tell you what nerf guns and shoe cobbling videos is what it's all about man that's what it, i mean i watch horror movies and stuff of course but like I don't like watch them to get like into a certain frame of mind. I just just do it. You know, uh, it's just one of those things. Man, I love chatting to you, man, because that's that called me totally off key. That <laughs> the shoe cobbler thing is the best, really. I'm gonna tell you, I've never seen one of those videos, man. So maybe after this, I'm gonna have to check it out and see what the hype's about. Hey, I don't know if there's any hype behind it, but it's pretty interesting to me. It's interesting to me now too. But hey, you've got so much blood. It's out now. It is a fantastic little EP right there. It's seriously, it'd be it's on my Spotify most listened to we've got hard copies coming to australia the email's been a little bit whatever but magic ninja australia.com once they're here limited quantities so be sure to pick that up but dirty you also work a lot with buckshot uh, do you guys have anything in the works at the moment oh yeah mop style and uh, buckshot we do have a project that is completed like it's done we're just waiting to put it out we were going to put it out before i put out so much blood but we decided to you know hold off on that i decided i should release so much blood and uh we can you know hold off on that and we agreed to that so uh yeah it's completed i don't know exactly when it's coming out but i'm pretty certain that it will be the first part of 2023 maybe january late january early february don't quote me on that but I'm, i think that's around when it's coming out but uh yeah it's all complete and uh, ready to go. Between Mobstyle and Magic Ninja Entertainment, you're releasing, like you're putting out music regularly. What is the sort of situation there at the moment as far as M&E and Mobstyle? Like, how does that all work? Well, I'm very fortunate that Magic Ninja, that, you know, George and everybody, they're cool with me, you know, doing stuff with Buckshot because, like, I like to stay busy and uh, gives me an opportunity to stay busy. It gives me an opportunity, to, you know, to stay working on something. M&E keeps me pretty busy, but, like, you know, there's 12 months of the year and you can't make you know a record four or five records a year you know what i'm saying it's just not you know feasible but being able to like you know go back and forth between the two like i'm super fortunate that magic ninja is cool with me doing that and super fortunate that you know buckshot's my homie and he likes working with me everybody at magic ninja likes buckshot and everybody's cool and yeah it's just a good thing and I, i'm really fortunate to be able to do both I, I guess the real winners here are the fans, Ernie, because you just keep popping out high-quality music after high-quality music. It's all the shoe cobbling videos. It's inspirational. <laughs> Whoever's making these shoe cobbling videos needs to not slow down, otherwise we might lose <laughs> this quality, man. What's the go with this new project with Buckshot? Can you tell us anything about it? Is there a theme behind it or anything like that? It's a group we have. We've released one record under the group. It's called The Horde. Excellent. You're not going to give us any more? 
I'm trying to think what I can give you and not yeah. give away anything because I don't want Buckshot getting pissed off at me if I give away too much. <laughs> I don't want Buckshot mad at me either, man. So. You don't want him. You don't want to catch the buck slap. Don't you know? You don't want to catch that buck slap. Nah, man. Oh, okay, we'll just leave it at that. But there is a new album from the Horde, which is coming out in early 2023. You were talking about so much blood, dirty being a possible full length. Does that mean we have a few unreal? least tracks floating around that we might see popping up in the future that didn't quite make the cut um no <laughs> <laughs> no because like uh, i got i didn't get like a, a surplus of beats when i made the record i kind of like got the beats that i got and recorded all the songs to you know the beats that i got and there wasn't like a surplus so i wasn't like and like all the beats that i got were like super dope beats and everything that i wrote to it and you know everything i did to the beats i thought was you know good so it wasn't like i wasn't gonna sit there and you know keep writing songs for it or anything i you know wrote the songs for that and i thought it was good and it's like let's you know just go with this and that's what we did that's interesting right there because often you know it's you hear well it. yeah yeah a lot of times like most of the records that i do like you know there's like three or four or five songs that you know don't make the cut but with this you know it, it was you know kind of different i just got the beats that i got wrote what i wrote i liked everything and put it on the record yeah i love that right there this is sometimes uh just this is coming purely from a fan's perspective it's like man i kind of just wish he would have kept going in that frame of mind but once again you said you're not in a frame of mind you just let the beat speak to you so hopefully you can pick up where you left off on the next album oh i'm definitely gonna pick up with that like i I was, I had a lot of fun doing that record and like, I'm definitely going to keep going with that. Like, I'm sure there'll be other songs on like, when I do the next full length, there'll be other songs and like other subjects, but like, I'm going to try and stick to that, you know, darker element for the majority of the record because I, I really like doing that stuff. That's awesome to hear, man. Let's switch things up for Rehab. You've got a tour coming up in days with Rehab. These guys, their album, Graffiti the World from back in the day is like one of my all time favorites. How did you link up with them i didn't link up with them i think that's something that george put together but i've never like even really met the guys before i've always been a fan of their stuff yeah like you said graffiti the world that was like one of my favorite records back in the day so i've always been i've always been a big fan of them but like i've never you know had anything to do with them as far as meeting them or you know anything like that but i was super excited to hear that you know they wanted me to come out on the tour with them yeah i'm just super hyped to get on that because you know like i said i'm a big fan of their stuff and have been for a long time so to be able to get out on the road with them you know it's like really cool really cool yeah it's got a unique feel to it that tour rehab and boondocks probably two that you wouldn't sort of expect i i guess more songs from your crimson crow era would suit their audience a little bit more are you looking to go out there and shock their fans a bit i hope i shock them in a good way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they feel it and you know they they probably won't like everything I do but hopefully they know there's some people out there that will like some of the stuff I do and get into it I mean that's the plan I'm going to go out there and try to make them like it definitely I'm not going to you know I'm going to go out there and put on the best performance I can put on and hopefully you know they feel it and everything works out good and uh, I don't get any tomatoes thrown at me do they still do that oh uh, yeah yeah well, I'm sure that won't happen and I'm sure you're going to win over a bunch of you fans dirty be sure if you're listening to check this man out live boondocks all sorts of entertaining rehab all sorts of awesome very much looking forward to it now dirty i wanted to ask you just a very out there question what is the most thing that you've ever heard about yourself rumor wise like have you ever heard like a rumor like oh for example boondocks 
gets inspiration from watching Nerf gun videos. I mean, the weirdest thing is I've you know, found out that there, there's been a few times that people have been like getting into relationships under my name, like texting people and like messaging people oh. and like having long-term long relationships over texting, you know, messages and stuff wow. as, as me. Like, you, and that, was, that was pretty weird. Well, and how did, did you put a stop to that? You were full on catfish dirty. What, what am I, how am I going to put a stop to it? I don't know how I would put a stop to it. <laughs> I know, man. You need to call in those MTV catfish guys and get them to come and do it. I don't know. Like, if you're going to catfish somebody, you know, pick somebody better to pretend to be, not me. Like, that's... <laughs> That's not even true. And to people, like, I don't know if this is a touchy subject for you or not, but I've got to give you props, man. You are in the best shape of your life at the moment. Why wouldn't they want to? You're a freaking underground sensation and running around there like David Hasselhoff, man. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Never been compared to David, David Hasselhoff before. That's a it's the first time for everything, man. Are you willing to talk about that a little bit? Not the whole thing, but getting in shape, man. You're in the best shape of your life. I am pretty much in the best shape of my life. I haven't been in this good of shape since, you know, my like early 20s. I've, uh, I got up there in weight a couple years ago. I got, you know, pretty good up there in weight and moved to Michigan, decided, you know, I'm going to change that. I'm going to try because, you know, I'm getting older, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be more healthy and stuff. So I started eating better and I started pretty much running every day. I lost 50 pounds. Damn. After that, I decided I wanted to start putting on muscle. So I started, you know, lifting and doing stuff like that and getting a little jacked. <laughs> it, it's it's inspirational, really dirty. And being seriously here, hats off to you, man, because it is very, very hard to do. And I got over there and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm catching up with my buddy, Dirty. Haven't seen him in years. There I am stuffing my face with a cheeseburger or something. And you're over the table eating a garden salad. Oh yeah, I eat a lot of salad. I like it though, like I really like it because you know, there's so many different things you can put on a salad. So, you know, you can make all kinds of different salads and uh, something new every day, just new toppings. For people listening that want a bit of inspiration to get in shape, what would you recommend? What would I recommend to get in shape? Yeah, like, you know, like if there's someone out there going, oh man, I can't do it. You just have, I mean, really, all you have to do is make yourself do it. And you have to make yourself do it long enough to make it a habit. Because yeah. I, I, try, I tried to get in shape many times. And, you know, I would do it for like a week or whatever. And then, you know, something would happen and I would just stop. I would have an excuse like this happened. So I got to stop. And then I would never start doing it again. Finally, I was like, if I'm going to make this work, I've got to make it a habit. I've got to do it long enough to where it becomes a habit. And, you know, I started doing that running every day almost. And, you know, after maybe like a month or so it just became a habit yeah you've got to turn it into a part of your daily lifestyle sort of thing don't you like make it a part of your day make it habit like you said and then it'll happen a lot easier don't sort of force yourself just do it yeah just do it i mean that's really all you got to do is just do it i mean i know it's hard to just do it because like i said i've done it many times where i would start and you know just stop i mean i could probably 20 times I've tried to, you know, get in shape and, you know, I would just stop. I'd like something would happen, like I said, something would happen and I would just stop or I would just, you know, just start being, you know, lazy again and not doing it. But I think getting older is what did it. It's like, 
you know, I, I want to be able to live a long, healthy life. And like, I don't want to be like, you know, super old. I mean, I'm going to get old, of course, but I don't want to be old and like having, you know, to depend on other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear that. Uh, that that is awesome right there, Teddy. So thank you for sharing that with us, man. And one last kind of maybe embarrassing thing. Can you tell us why you're not on video today? Why well, I'm not on video today because I look like a member of ZZ Top. I haven't shaved in uh, <laughs> I haven't shaved since I seen you guys a few weeks ago. Because I, like I said, I just you know go to the studio and stay at home. So like I don't really have a reason to shave because nobody sees me. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody at home sees me pretty much because, you know, I live by myself now, but studio engineer Fritz, he sees me, but he don't care if I shave or not. So, yeah, I look like a, mem- a member of ZZ Top. So, yeah, that's why I'm not on camera. I look rough. I gotta, tomorrow's my day to get ready to go on tour. So, tomorrow I'm going to go get my hair cut and get, you know, my shave on and everything so I can look more presentable. Man, you've got to do me a favor, Dirty. You've got to send us a picture of the ZZ Top look before you shave it. We want both. Man, we've got to see that. But man, thank you so much for taking time out, Dirty. It is always so much fun catching up with you, my friends. And if you're listening, be sure to hit this man up. If you're anywhere near any of these dates, we'll be to catch him live. It's Turncoat Dirty, Boondocks Dirty, whatever the hell you want to call him. He's touring with Rehab. Check out that new EP as well. So much blood. Thanks, Dirty. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's always good to talk to you. And uh, it was good to see you guys a few weeks ago. And uh, hopefully we can talk again soon. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.